Welcome to the Granite Gals podcast. This is the podcast where we interview female hikers who hike the right mountains. I am Alexander Her, And I am Sage Her. The opinions that we personally express in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of our interviewee or of any organizations we may mention. Today we are interviewing Ms. Kropp, who is an avid white mountain hiker who hikes with her son, Carter, who is six years old. Welcome to Granite Gals. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. When did you start hiking and why do you like to hike? Um, I started hiking uh, when I was a younger, probably like eight or nine with my parents and my two younger sisters. We hiked a bunch. Um, my dad, unfortunately, blew out his knee on uh, Lafayette of all places. So that kind of ended that whole thing. And then I kind of became a cranky teenager that didn't want to go outside. And, uh-huh. you know, and uh, <laughs> but then, you know, as I got a little bit older, you know, and my friends were like, oh, let's go for a hike, let's go outside, let's go do this. And I was like, oh, yeah, I still like this. I I like doing this. And then, you know, we moved around a bit, and um, I had Carter, and, and he wanted to go outside, and he was, he was like, Mommy, I really want to climb rocks. And it kind of just evolved naturally into that, and then we got right back into hiking. It's been great since then. I love it. I love going outside. I love being outside more than inside. I mean, I'm outside with my dogs all the time. We like exploring local places, you know, forests, preserves, that sort of thing. So it's just kind of more natural. It's peaceful. It's, you know, kind of resets my mind. It's good. What do you think is your favorite 4,000 footer and why? Um, my favorite, this is a hard question to answer because I had to think about it because I was like, oh, I like them so many. I think Adams is right. my favorite. Adams was a weird hike because it felt like it took us forever to get up Adams. And it was just, but it was like once we got up there, it was, so quiet. We luckily had like a real calm, not windy day. None of those gone hornets were around. There weren't very many people and it just felt like we were isolated in the middle of nowhere and it was just a real nice experience being up there. And it just it stuck with me forever. It was just it was just beautiful up there and like we lucked out with a gorgeous day and I was like, Well I could live up here, this would be fine and <laughs> <laughs> it was really it was just so peaceful and we had had such like a long hike up there that I was like, Well now I never want to leave now that we're here. <laughs> what lists or mountains besides the four Ks have you hiked or are you working on? And what did you or what do you enjoy about them specifically? So we've done the um we've done the Belknap range, um Patch. We've done the um, like the fine ones, and those were those were all. I really like the belt now. So kind of working on redlining them right now while it's still all snowy stuff um, up farther north. Um, they were it was good beginner like kind of get your legs under you with like a mix of you know stuff you know rocks and trails with a lot of up and downs and stuff like that. And they're really pretty. We're kind of working on the 52 with a view. Um, we're working on the hundred highest, which I guess kind of naturally we're doing the six, uh, New England 67 along with that, but Carter much prefers the number of 100 over 67, so we're working on the hundred highest right now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of just all over the place, kind of, and now that we like, you know, we've got the 48 out and done, we're kind of just enjoying ourselves right now, you know, kind of just picking and choosing and, you know, not stressing over, we have to get this done or that done or whatever. So. Yeah. That's quite a lot of projects. <laughs> Where have you hiked in addition to the White Mountains? And what is your favorite place to hike outside the Northeast? Um, I've actually never hiked outside of the Northeast. I've, I've never. No, never. Um, I mean, you know, we've gone on vacation, we've walked around places, but never like a real, like, you know, hike up this mountain or that mountain or whatever. But, you know, I, you know, I love the Whites. I love... I. 
Monadnock's always a huge trail. We hiked it a ton when I was a kid. I've Carl and I have hiked it. We're almost on red line in it. I mean, we've hiked it at least two or three times a year. Um, it's just it, it, I know people give it a lot of crap, but it's a good mount. It's always busy, but it's a good mount. There's so many. If you get off the main trails, there's so many interesting, cool little spots to explore and see. There's a lot of history on that mountain. Um, there's a lot more there than just going up the main trail and seeing the summit with all the people there. There's just so much more to explore there than what you think it is. Um, especially for it being as popular a mountain as it is. People have no idea that there's, there's caves. There's all sorts of stuff there that's just neat to see. All yeah, little stuff really and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I love that mountain, to be perfectly honest. But, yeah, we've never, been, you know, we've never been anywhere outside of the Northeast yet. Um, I, you know, Carter has dreams of getting to Everest Base Camp at some point. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he'd really like to um, hike Kilimanjaro, so. Hopefully we wow. can make that happen at some point. Yeah, you know nothing local and easy. To get to. <laughs> yeah, I know. nothing easy to get to, but <laughs> <laughs> we will figure it out for him. And I would love to do well, it too. I mean, yeah. Um, are there any other places outside the Northeast that you that you personally would be um, would be interested in, in trying out at some point? Well, I'd like to get out to, you know, we I looked at, we went to Colorado. We almost moved out there, and, you know, we kind of drove around. I was pregnant at the time, and we drove around the Rockies and stuff, and I would love to get back out there and actually do some hiking and just see how, just how different it is compared to, like, out here, because this is the only thing I've ever experienced out here is the mountains around here with the rocks and roots and everything. So um, I don't know any different trails, so it'd be really fun to just, you know, experience something different in a different place with different mountain range and obviously a different altitude and all that. It, it, it'd be fun to see something different. We'll get there yeah. eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can compare the two places. And um, Can can you describe your hiking adventures with Carter? Um, how, sure. have you, how have you both grown as people um, and hikers because of the hiking experiences that you've shared and what were some hikes with him that stood out to you? Oh, man. Um, well, the hiking adventure, you know, hiking with a little kid brings this whole new different challenge. You know, you get to reduce your expectations of we're going to get this done in this amount of time or, you know, it's going to be great. There's going to be no other problems. It's going to be fine. And then all of a sudden you've got a hangry little kid on your hands and he's freaking out because he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, but – it, it it helped us both, I think, grow as people where, like, I learned to trust, like, you know, you, you're a little kid on rocks and, you know, we have a four-year-old, like, you try to micromanage him to make sure he's safe. And obviously, I still make sure he's safe, but I've grown to trust him more where, like, he's like, no, I'm going this way. This is easier for me. And he's, like, 99% of the time he's right. And he scrambles right up something and he's fine. And he's now he's stuck waiting for his old school mom to catch up to him. <laughs> But, um, I mean, you have to, you know, you think you're going to, you look at some of these, like, books, like, you look at book times and you're like, oh, God, you know, people do this in six hours and we're doing it in ten, like, but, you know, you're going with a pair of little legs. Yeah. And it, it's not going to take, and, you know, in some hikes, you know, he flew up, he flew down, and we were golden. Some of them, like, I think, like, isolation stands out to me because it was just a long hike, and I don't think we spoke to each other, like, once on the way down because we were both, like, frustrated uh-huh. and, like, get me off this stupid trail. Like, uh, we were done. By the time we got, like, you know, down, we were both exhausted and just, oof. It was just one of those one of those days. 
But and it's also nice to go. You go. You go out and you're experiencing with your kid all these things that people are like ninety percent of the world's not going to see. You know, they have no interest or they don't want to or they're not able to. And you get to describe all these adventures and let them see it through your eyes and your son's eyes. And I get to see stuff differently through his eyes. Like he he sees stuff more than I see half the time. Like you. You know, he's always picking up frogs and cool rocks and his pockets and stuff with all sorts of, like, leaves and pine cones. And, like, oh, Mommy, did you see this leaf? I'm taking this leaf because it's so red compared to all the other leaves. And I'm like, oh, it really is red. And, you know, he's 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 tried to kidnap a frog or two, which I have not let him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's cool. I mean, I, and he loves anything that's rocky and tricky and like where I would be more than happy to hike a moderate trail up a mountain all day long. Um, he wants rocks and, you know, rock hopping and scrambles and all that. And it's, it's fun to see him grow as like he can manage more and more as he gets older and taller and stronger and more confident. And it's made me more confident too, because, you know, I was not terribly good with heights and edges and like all that stuff. And I, I've had to be more confident in it and, you know, get over that fear because he's running right up to something and I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't want to stand there. And he's like, come see, come see. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) It was like, and like, even like stuff like Blonde Clip, like I was like, there's no way you'd ever get me to stand on it. I stood on it and I was fine. And he stood on it and he thought it was like the best thing in the world. So... (laughs) It, it, it's been like it's been an adventure and it's been fun, um, and it's just it's so di- it's so different where you think of like you know hiking with a group of adults versus hiking with a with a kid. It's just you have to have more stuff. You you know pack like triple the amount of food you would ever think you would pack. It's just it's it's a lot more prep, but it's a lot more enjoyment too. I think. Well, I remember when I was younger, I also really liked scrambles. So I think that's something that a lot of young kids seem to really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. Yeah, and I think as we get older, too, like, we're less confident in our abilities. Where kids, especially younger kids, they have no fear. Like, right. Like, oh, okay. So, like, well, what did we have to go up this? So, we're going up this. And I'm looking at that like, oh, we have to go up that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me about some of your most memorable animal encounters on the trails. Oh, animal encounters. We have, much to, like, everyone's shock, like, we have it. Like, I think it's just because we spend a lot of time talking on the show. We haven't run into it, like, besides, like, your normal animal. You know, everyone thinks, like, oh, my God, the bear and the moose and, like, oh, and I'm like, I've never seen one or the other, like, you know. Aww. But um, I think the most memorable one is early on we were going up um, Osceola and we saw the grouse and it scared oh. didn't see it. It scared the ever-living crap out of me and I screamed, like, loudly, <laughs> like a – like in a horror movie loud, apparently, and Carter's like, Mom, it's just a bird. And then <laughs> we're going up the trail further, and there's this gentleman coming down, and he was like, I was at the top, and I heard someone scream, so I started running down the trail. I'm like, it was because I saw a bird. <laughs> and it oh, scared man. me. It, it was awful. But, um, you know, we, the, the crowd throws it. I mean, there's the gray jays. I mean, I will never forget his face when he first saw like a gray jay on Jackson and thought it was the coolest thing that they came right over and were begging for whatever was in your hand and stuff like that. <laughs> and they're pests, but they're, I mean, they, they have their place and they're cool. Um, yeah. You know, but we haven't had any like real, like, er, like none of the grouse have ever chased us or anything like that. So, 
Um, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, absolutely, it's great. <laughs> I have no need um, for. I mean, we did Owl's Head when um, when the bear was really active there, and oh. um, we um, we came and I was with a friend and her dogs, and like the dogs were like the dogs were fine, but we found like a fresh pile of poop, and we were like, oh no, the bear's around, and there was like an odd smell, but we never saw it, and you know. Nothing ever happened. It came of it. So, you know, we've seen birds, we've seen squirrels, we've seen chipmunks, but nothing ever really exciting, which I suppose is good and disappointing sometimes, too, when you, like, hit a nice, like, swampy area, like, ooh, I hope there's a moose and there's no moose there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and grouse can be very intimidating. And they're yeah, so loud. They're, they're so loud. <laughs> I'm like, it's like every time, I like, I make a noise. I'm pretty sure every time, like, they, they, fly up out of the woods with that like crazy noise that they make and Carter was like mom why are you still scared of them I'm like it's startling it's not scared I'm, they're very startling to me <laughs> and he's like thinks I'm a crazy person <laughs> yeah it startles me every time <laughs> okay god I'm not alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah are there any other outdoor activities that you enjoy yeah, I, you know, we I, we used to snowboard a ton. Um, Carter's in the process of learning how to snowboard, get snowboard so oh. hopefully we can get that kind of under and going again. Um, I, you know, I just, I like exploring. I like just, even like the local areas, I like getting out and seeing what's out there. Um, if, you know, I'm looking at buying a kayak maybe to, you know, get out on the lakes and do something a little bit different that way. Um but, you know, just I, I like to see what's available. And I'm, I'm lucky where I live in Massachusetts, there's a lot of conservation, forest preserves, um, that sort of thing. So I can go somewhere, I can almost go somewhere new every day and, you know, enjoy it and see what's around. Yeah, it's awesome. So that's, it sounds like you have a lot of um, experience with the outdoors in general. Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm the most experienced person, but I enjoy being out there. So I try to get out there as much as I can. Um, does Does Carter have interests outside that are different than yours like unrelated to hiking or do you guys share those interests um you know yes and no I mean he's interested in what where to you know but he's also you know he's not seven he's a seven-year-old boy he wants to play video games he wants to hang out with his friends <laughs> you know do right. all those things. and you know they it just, I have to remember sometimes that he's a kid too that like you know I can't you know I we try and find a good balance between things but, um, you know, he wants to talk about Minecraft or he wants to talk about Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> which, like, I, you know, it's not my most favorite thing. But, you know, you have to indulge him, too, as well. So, I mean, we have some, we think he loves science, anything science. He's a big math kid. He loves math, which did not come from me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, and he, you know, he, but he loves outdoor stuff, too. He likes to go outside. He, we just put up um, Mason B. Um, houses in our yard because he really wanted to get more bees in the yard so we figured we'd do that but now he's mad that they don't make honey so oh. I have been looking at honey beehives but we'll see about that <laughs> but you know he, he's got a lot of varied days like he, I would say he's a pretty well-rounded kid like he's interested in everything he really is like you could mention something to him he's like oh I want to learn about that he loves space you know NASA he wants to be an astrophysicist at the moment, so wow. who knows? Yeah, <laughs> but he also wants to be a football coach. So <laughs> I don't know which order it's going in. But <laughs> well, it sounds like he has a great balance of everything. It's awesome. Yeah, we we try we try to make sure everything kind of you know equals out. What's next? Do you have any specific hiking related plans for the future? 
Um, right now, um, so we're going to try and finish, I think, finish up as much as the 52 with a view we can this summer. Um, I want to, I'm looking at booking a campground so we could do Katad in the summer as well. I kind of want to time it out when some of the AT hikers are finishing because I think he'll get a real kick out of seeing all the people finishing. Um, he always loves meeting them out on the trail, and I do too. They always have such cool stories and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, I think I think it'd be real neat to you know be able to see some people like you know finish that crazy journey that they've been on and hear some of the stories and stuff like that. So I'd really like to do that this summer. And just I've never hiked up in Maine um, really, so you know I, I I hear it's a whole different animal and it's just beautiful up there. So. I really want to go out and try that. And then, you know, we don't really have – there's a couple trails that we want to – you know, he wants to do the Castle Trail up Jefferson, and we're going to do Tuckerman's, I think, this summer. So, you know, we were kind of all over the place. We don't have, like, super specific, like, we must do this immediately, you know, sort of goes. We have a couple things that we want to get done. Well, that sounds like, you know, it sounds healthy. You're just doing what you want to do. It's great. It, yeah. You know, it, 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 it takes a lot of the pressure off the planning a little bit where I was like – you get so stressed out about trying to finish a list, and I'm like, oh, well, what, what are we going to do then? When do we do it? You know, and then, you know, now that we, like, did that, I'm like, let's take it easy and just do what we want to do instead. And it's, you know, it's like a big sigh of relief. Like, I'm not like, oh, yeah, well, we have to do this tomorrow or else. Yeah, and if, if you have an off day or one of you is sick, you know, you don't have to hike. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, now I'm going to ask some questions that, aren't necessarily related to hiking. Okay. Um, so what do you do for a living? I am a bartender. Um, I work at a bar that's near Gillette Stadium, so we're nice and busy. Go Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite food? My favorite food, I would have to say, it's probably pizza. I love pizza. How can you go wrong with a good pizza? I like veggie pizza. I like pepperoni pizza. I like pretty much every pizza that you will throw in front of me. But it has to be round. I can't stand square pizza for whatever reason. Oh. Square pizza is weird. I don't know why anyone would want a piece of pizza without a crust on it. <laughs> What's your favorite non-hiking-related book? My favorite non-hiking Oh, God, I read so much. Um, I would say Stephen King's The Stand. I love Stephen King's book. I've loved them since I was a teenager reading them in my aunt's apartment in Pennsylvania. Like, she also loved um, Stephen King as well. Um, I just love how expansive his books are, how they all kind of interconnect a little bit, if you're paying attention. I just really enjoy his books. Yeah, my I, my mom is definitely a fan of his, and uh, I've read some of his books. That's pretty cool. They are, yeah, they're, they're neat, and they're different. I wish they translated into movies better because I'm always disappointed, but the book's always better than the movie, they say. <laughs> Um, if you could either fly or be invisible, which would you choose and why? Which would I choose? I think I would say fly because you could get around better. I feel like if you were just invisible all the time, you'd be kind of creepy, you know. And you, it, I, yeah, definitely flying, I think. It would be fun to be up in the sky and flying around and, you know, you get places easier and possibly quicker, I guess, depending on how you flew versus, like, what are you going to do with being invisible? You could go, right. you know, you could just go somewhere where there's no people if you want to, you know, be alone versus just like making yourself invisible in a room. Um, dogs or cats? Uh, I was looking at this question. I feel like I'm betraying all my pets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess dogs because they're always so happy. 
you know, they're always, mine are always so happy to see me. They're, you know, they're fun. They want to go outside. They want to play. They want to run around. I love my cats, but they don't always want to cuddle. They'll, everything's on their terms. It's not on anyone else's, which is cool. They're independent. It's great. But, you know, there's nothing like opening the door and you have jobs. Like, woo, she's home. She's been gone for five minutes, but she's back. <laughs> right. <laughs> chips or popcorn? Oh, chips. Definitely chips. Popcorn, no good. Chips, there's the crunch, there's the salt. Popcorn gets stuck in your teeth. Definitely chips. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> cheddar or Swiss? Uh, cheddar, definitely cheddar. Swiss, to me, it's like, it's, it's okay, but sometimes it doesn't, I don't, I, yeah, it's okay, but I would much rather cheddar anything than Swiss. Yeah. And if you had to pick either summer hiking or winter hiking in the Whites Forever, which would you choose? Oh, come on, I would pick summer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being cold. I don't like wearing snowshoes. <laughs> I would much. I mean, winter hiking is a different animal. It's beautiful, seeing everything cuddled, the trees covered in snow and stuff. But I am a much happier camper in the summer. <laughs> I'd rather be out there with the leaves and the black flies and the mosquitoes than strapping on snowshoes and muttering up the trail. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you. It was great having you. No, yeah, thank you for asking me. It was a privilege and a pleasure. The preservation of the environment is important if we want to continue having beautiful mountains to hike. We strongly encourage you to donate to Union of Concerned Scientists, or UCS. It is an amazing organization that does important scientific research to help prevent negative effects of climate change. You can learn more about UCS and donate to their organization at ucsusa.org.